there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It's always football season. GM Shuffle Podcast, a must listen for every football fan. Michael Lombardi goes off on players, teams, and coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the football season. He'll also rip uh, airlines from time to time on Twitter as well. He had a problem at the Newark Airport. Uh, imagine that. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings, wherever you get your podcast. I was uh, pleasantly surprised last year when I connected there. I went to D.C. for the weekend back in October. Nice airport. I was shocked. Actually, and it was popping. <laughs> Not man. when I was there. People were oh, hanging out, party, party scene well, at uh, most of the bars. Okay, okay. I think the problem is once you leave the airport and you look around. Well, that's not. What that's, is, Newark, does that is that? Do you uh, include that? Yeah. Well, Michael's Michael's issue was with United. I think there was a luggage problem and uh, okay something. All right, so we do have a, a pretty decent slate today in co- college basketball. Oh, come on, I, I'm very ta- good. I, no, no, I'm talking about in terms of how many games we have. Okay, it's not like a full slate that you're going to get later on in the week. But overall, we do have some championship games, and we do have the West Coast Conference going on tonight in Las Vegas as well, where you have Gonzaga in action. And this number is where we broadcast from, Circa, is sitting at 15. Jesus. And most other spots, it's 14 and a half. I saw the opener at 12 and a half last night. So you're telling me this game's already been bumped up two, two and a half points for tonight? Now, again, I will throw a couple of people at you where you can go find their projections. Ken Palm has Gonzaga tonight, 87-76. Spart Torvik has it, 88-77. So they both they have similar scores in that range when it comes to the total as well. They have an 11-point game. When they played in San Francisco earlier this year, it was a two-point game. Yes. The rematch, Gonzaga at home won by 18. And there's no doubt that uh, the Zags fan base, they take over Las Vegas every week this time of year. Yeah, the kennel, they show out. They, they, and so mm-hmm. Circa's the high water mark right now at 15. Could it keep going higher? The, the Zags fan base will do nothing but keep betting this game. Will that be enough to influence the number? I, I don't know about that. But uh, if it, 15 already to me is very appealing with San Francisco. But if you wait, I don't maybe you get Who knows? maybe you get a little bit higher. It's, it's too high. It's too high for several reasons. Number one, there's no intimidation factor with San Francisco. They're off the, the, big, the big win against Santa Clara. 
uh, mini upset as Santa Clara had a good year. You didn't have the back-to-back situation because you get the day off because you can't play on Sundays because of BYU. Uh, you also played them close and lost by two. And the goal for Gonzaga is to win the game, you know, not to blow them out. I mean, that they want to win the game, survive in advance. But what I mean is the championship game is tomorrow. So there, there's no reason to sit and push guys and it's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just go up, to, okay, well, even if it's a 15-point game, get the guys out of there, put the backups in, and get ready for likely St. Mary's tomorrow when you play for the all the marbles. And, and let's be honest here, San Francisco, they're also a pretty decent team in the West Coast Conference this year. And this number, this this number feels to me, Paulie, like it's priced in as if it's Gonzaga from the past three or four years. Right. And I, I, and I would I, agree with that. Gonzaga's gotten better, yep, certainly, yep. and their offense is number one in the country, but they're not great defensively. They have a tough time slowing teams down. Yeah, look at the uh, total. You know, they also, what are they, 13 and 17, I believe, was that number covering games this year? It's, 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 it, you can, you kind of have to hold your nose sometimes betting against Gonzaga. But when they're laying high numbers like this, it's not like they're getting there every single game. Joel Lenardi has the Zags a three seed. St. Mary's a five seed. St. Mary's BYU is the first semifinal. St. Mary's swept BYU, but they were close. Beat them by six and beat them by one on the road. It was uh, our guy Eli gave out BYU 50 to one to win this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, disappointment this year, 19 and 14. But uh, they knocked off Loyola Marymount and St. Mary's 25 and six on the year. I don't know about. I don't know if six, six and a half is too much, but I think the total's too low at 130. Okay. I would go over in this game. BYU will dictate here a little yeah. bit, you think? Yeah. Same way it goes. Can score, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, think BYU plays any defense either, or not enough with the total that low. All right. Fair enough. So we do have the Sun Belt Championship going on tonight. We have the SOCON Championship. Yes. You have the second round in some of these conference tournaments and also the semifinals, like in the Summit and the Colonial. We also have the Horizon semis going tonight. Very good. Youngstown State had an incredible regular season. Mm -hmm. I was hoping to get at least four tonight with Northern Kentucky. I also think that that for a mid-major in this conference, they're pretty good. And I think they're a live dog to not only get there tonight, but maybe win this entire tournament. Uh, I'll wait to see where this number goes. I I don't want to take three this morning. This could be an in-play opportunity, though, where Youngstown gets up early. I can grab grab a better number, and that might be how I attack this game. Let's do it. Let's do it for Ohio. Let's do it for Youngstown. Tony Rizzo, come on. 24 and 8 against 20 and 12. They split in the regular season, and the one seed only lay in three here. And uh, they did not play well in the quarterfinal game. Uh, Torvik has it a one point game tonight. Yeah. That's going to be, these are, yeah. Now, how about, how about the other game? Both games are on television, too, by the way. Right. The late game in the other semi is Cleveland State and Milwaukee. Milwaukee swept Cleveland State, yet Cleveland State is favored. Milwaukee catching three in this game. And uh, Ken Palm has Cleveland State winning by three. But these these teams are so close on paper when you look at this, but these are going to be two fantastic matchups tonight with the title game tomorrow. Do we know how that uh, that one particular angle has going so far in tournaments where the team that was swept, who was favored the third time around, has fared? We had it in the West Coast with Pepperdine and Pacific. We had it, another one, I believe, in the Te- Horizon. Yeah, the team won the game but didn't cover in the, uh, in the first example we had. Okay. I think that was a Patriot League game. And I think in the Horizon where the two teams played in the uh-huh. regular season, the team that swept them, they were the dog, and they lost, and they did not cover, I believe, in the Horizon League. Okay. That's how it went. So yeah. now we have another example of it again tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. You also have the Colonial. And uh, pull your pants up, Harry. It's an early start, 6 o'clock Pacific, with the first game. My pick, Hofstra. What a year they've had. 24-8 and eight on the season. Routed. Wilmington, and we talked about this and why I gave out Hofstra on a future. There's a big difference between the one and the two seed, and Hofstra and Charleston both went 16-2 and two in conference. There's a big difference between Townsend, the three, and Wilmington, the four. So Hofstra gets Wilmington. They won 23 games, but Hofstra destroyed them in the only meeting, and Hofstra was fantastic, almost dropped 100 yesterday. Hofstra lane six, six and a half against Wilmington, and Charleston in the same range against Townsend. Mm-hmm. Townsend's 22 and 11. I mean at the top pretty good league here. Mm-hmm. So, but it's unfortunate that even again Charleston if they win tonight they're 30 and 3. But if they lose they won't get an at large bid yeah. because of the lack of quad ones and quality. it's just come on. I don't care what league you play in. If you go 30 and 3 you should get an at large. Who wants to see 20 teams from the Big 10? 
And, Give me a break. And, and you know, these kids, Paulie, they know that as well again. So what's what's the game flow like tonight if they fall behind and they're down, let's say, by six, seven points in the second half? Like what what's the level of is it is it are you gonna be looking to bet Charleston at that point, or does it get just silly where they have unforced errors? Um, they're not playing well. They lose their minds a little bit, and that's how they bow yeah, out of the maybe. game. Yeah, quick shots. Yeah, we'll kind of lose their minds like Liberty did. Yeah, that could happen. You know, when you Townsend's put, very good though too. Yeah, when you put yourself uh, in the shoes of some of these kids, like that—that's going to be the natural reaction because you're going to know this again. You know all about like if you you had that incredible season, and yet if you don't win your conference tournament, uh, you're not <laughs> you're not going to be dancing. Uh huh. And that's got to that's got to just completely stink as a feeling as you're playing these games. Yeah, silly. Uh, the SoCon, as you mentioned, the title game, Furman. Furman is a good team. They're twenty six and seven, but again, they were they blew a twenty point lead yesterday and had to win in overtime. They're taking on Chattanooga, and Chattanooga's a big surprise getting here as well. They entered the tournament only uh, at five hundred, and Furman's laying seven and a half. Oh. That could be too many points. And Oral Roberts with a statement in the quarters. Uh, they were up twenty five, as I mentioned, with bad beats, one by sixteen. They're playing uh, St. Thomas, the Tommies of Minnesota, in the semis tonight of the Summit. I'm seeing Oral Roberts lane 11 right now in the game. And the yeah. total is... Oh, that's a Summit League. Yeah. yeah, that's there you go with all these totals. Yep. Are you from close to St. Thomas? I'm in the ballpark. Yeah. Right around there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, and, and the Sun Belt, this was supposed to be crazy going in, and that's the case. And kudos to a lot of people. Remember I said that Friday or Thursday? That ESPN.com, they asked these writers to pick every conference tournament. A lot of people pick South Alabama to win this league, in the, the conference tournament, rather. They're the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. But they no respect for Southern Miss, even though they won the league. They, were the, they had the fourth best odds. They were a one-point favorite in that game. It a 1-8. South Alabama won. They won yesterday. Here they are in the finals against the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. And we'll see if uh, well, that's... They, for, if they can get there. But Louisiana 25-7 and seven on the year. And this is not Marshall. Again, the, the two seed got beat as well, as we talked about with Texas State. Surprising. Right. It's, it's kind of been a common theme over the past, you know, five days or so. And that is some of these, when you look at the seeds and you see like a one versus eight, for example, um, naturally the reaction is going to be, oh my God, the one seed lost to eight, massive upset. But the point spread tells you that the game was like a one point game or a two point spread. And then people, there, there are different ways to look at upsets, right? We think the be-all, end-all, and people in this rack, I think it's a point spread. Other people don't go by the point spread. They go by rankings or by seedings. And there are different ways to consider like the outcomes of games. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that every game like that, it's, a, it's not an upset because whatever. But um, the point spread tells us this. So there are different ways to examine games and seedings like that. But that has been happening quite a bit here. Where you have the much, by the way, not even close, like you said, the much higher seeded team is laying like... A uh-huh. point or two, that's it. So these mid-majors, these teams are, despite the record, despite the seeding, these teams on paper and in the betting markets are much closer than what the other numbers would indicate. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of respect for South Alabama with their power rating, and, and you just see the, the point spread in the, in the game tonight. Yes. We have a college basketball betting contest on this network on Friday nights. It's for the big cards that we have every single Saturday. Up next, VSIN contributor Will Hill leads that contest, and he was 5-0 and on Saturday. We'll pick his brain about today's action and any outrights that we have this week coming up here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on v Become a v Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting ATS, we're going to get you ready for every game and every round. Unlimited access to the best bets, betting splits, the betting guides, preview all 68 teams. Sign up today. Get the betting guide plus full access through the end of the tourney. $19. v dot com slash subscribe paulie there is a friday night college basketball betting contest going on vsin and uh, i think 10 people are in the entire contest handicappers and betters from across the country and uh, this past weekend i believe was by far and away the best weekend for all of them combined i think the mark was like 38 and 12 and i think four people went five and zero, oh, including our next guest will hill mm. who leads the entire contest he's having a great run right now in college basketball uh, great weekend this past weekend, Will. How are you today? Boys, what's going on? You know, it's funny as betters, and we've we've all been there. If you've been doing this long enough, you know, you kind of get in your head, your own head, whether you're really hot or really cold. And, you know, obviously when you're really cold, you're sort of afraid to pull the trigger. You don't trust yourself. You don't, you don't want to lose more money. But when you're hot, it's the same thing. Sometimes you're so hot, you know, man, I'm going to cool off at some point. Do I take the foot off the gas or I just keep going? Uh, and, you know, why would I stop now? So, Good weekend to have, uh, you know, kind of seeing the board well right now. I got a two-game lead with ten to play, so hopefully I can uh, just run the ball and get out of here with a win. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well, and the pressure is on this morning now because you're red hot, so we expect that to continue here this morning. No, but are you? No. And you've been betting like everything. You're betting power six. You're betting some of the smallest mid majors that you can find. And so you're right. You're seeing the board quite clearly right now. Uh, as of this morning, bright and early, are you examining tonight's board? It is a smaller card compared to what we're used to, or are you looking more at outrights this week and some of the power six conferences that we have? How are you attacking like today and this week right now? Oh, I'm looking at tonight. I already like, uh, and then there's a couple games, and this is one of the best weeks of the year. I do get a little PTSD because if you remember three years ago, this is when it all shut down. It was I know. championship week, the oh. middle of the week. So it's, uh, boy, it's always a reminder of like just how lucky we are to even have these games and have something to watch, have something to bet on. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting the games tonight. Uh, I do think Towson getting six is a lot of points. That's a team. They're a really good offensive rebounding team. They can shoot the three. Uh, they played Charleston. And Charleston's a hell of a team, but they played Charleston really tough both games. They really could have won both games. Mm-hmm. They lost in overtime uh, in one of them, and then they led by 10 in the second half. They ended up losing both of them. But to me, Towson plus six uh, is a good bet, and they're 9-1 to one to win that tournament. I, I think that's a little long. So I don't know if you guys want to get into some of the other games, but I got a, I got a few, few bets I like tonight. Um, and I like taking the first half under of these conference title games because I think it's sort of like, you know how the Super Bowl is usually low scoring early? I know it wasn't this year, but... Same sort of concept. These teams, they come out tight. Uh, there's maximum intensity on defense. They're a little more methodical, a little slower on offense. Uh, there's some nerves at play. I think you don't you don't get every tic tac call in terms of the fouls. Uh, they they you know the games get refereed a little bit differently in these title games. So I like first half unders in these conference title games. 
think we only have one tonight. Two. And that is – oh, there's two tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, like the, the first half lines aren't up yet, but I'm sure I'll be playing both first half unders tonight. Uh, I try to stay away from the full game unders just because of overtime, the fouling at the end. Sure. If, yeah. I, if I have to see another team up three, not foul, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It should be the first question these coaches are asked in an interview. <laughs> if you're up three with four seconds left, do you foul or not? I mean, we always hear about how these interviews last five hours. They shouldn't last five hours. That should be the first question. It tries to be nuts. Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. Uh, how, what up? We are the home of championship week out here in Las Vegas with all these conference tournaments here. What do you think of the West Coast? Gonzaga to open 12, not the 15 here at Circa. That's the late game. And then St. Mary's swept BYU, and they're laying six and a half. Any thoughts there? Probably take the six. I just never like laying a lot of points with St. Mary's. They play slow. There's not that many possessions. So I would look towards taking the points there. Uh, I would think Gonzaga gets it done. You know, it'd be funny after all these years of Gonzaga being sort of the favorite or co-favorite to win this thing if they made a run this year and actually won it. I know they're becoming sort of a sleeper, which is is you know, mm-hmm. weird to say about a Gonzaga team, but uh, I would lean towards taking the points with uh, Saint w- w- in the St. Mary's game. No play for me in terms of Gonzaga, but I do think they pull away. 14 is just a lot of points here. Yeah, and as we said in the, in the previous hour, that number could, or the previous segment, that number could keep climbing Gonzaga fans here in Las Vegas, they take over. They come here by, I mean, the thousands. And so they bet them regardless of the number every single year. But I still think 50, it's 15 here at Circa, which is just... A ton of points. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. lot. So w- w- then first half unders in the two title games. You mentioned Towson plus the points tonight. What else do you like as of right now? Um, I do think that that's a lot of points in the Furman-Chattanooga uh, game. I think seven. It, it's going down to six and a half in, in some places. Chattanooga's got a big man, Jake Stevens, yeah. uh, who's a tremendous player. 23 points a game, 10 rebounds. I don't know if he'll be an NBA player. I mean, he can shoot it well enough, and he's got the size. I don't know if he's quick enough you know, to guard people in the NBA. But he's been hurt a lot of the year, so I think that throws off some of the Chattanooga stats. Uh, Furman played, obviously, an overtime game yesterday. Boy, they almost gave that game away. Then they sort of stole it back. So to me... Boy, I'm seeing seven and a half on the screen in front of me. If you can take Chattanooga plus seven and a half, that looks like a hell of a lot of points. Furman's not the deepest team. Uh, they only play, you know, five or six guys, really. So, you know, third game in a row, uh, coming off an overtime game. To me, that seven and a half is a lot. And yeah. And a lot of the pressure way, well, on Furman. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, sorry about that. Yeah, you mentioned that kid's been out for a while. Mm, yeah. I mean, big kid, seven footer. He's putting up good numbers. I believe he's averaging, what, like 20 and nine or 20 and 10 on the season. So, yeah, 23, uh, I think. It's crazy. The seven and a half is gone. It's five and a half now. Is that right? Several five. spots, yeah. Okay. That just surprised. moved big time uh, on that game as well. Good points, too, about the overtime and, and the big guy. What do you go? What do you want to do tomorrow? Maybe nothing. Uh, in the Northeast uh, Championship game. Did you see this? Where Merrimack plays Fairleigh Dickinson. Merrimack's the one seed, but they're ineligible for the tournament. And Fairleigh Dickinson, then, is, is already in. And once they won the semi on Saturday, so I, I, what, what's their motivation if you're fairly Dickinson? I don't know what you make the number and what that's, – that's a wild handicapping scenario tomorrow in that title game. It really is. It's one of the dumber rules in sports. Yes, it is. Let the kids go to the tournament. I mean, it makes no sense. And you're killing your own product. Who's going to want to turn on a game? The, the whole point of this game is yeah. – of this week is to turn the game on and say, hey, the winner of this is going to the tournament. The loser's out. It's a lot of drama. Uh, the loser, I mean, like you said, Fairleigh Dickinson's going no matter what. I don't know what number you put up there. You figure Merrimack be into the game. It's just, it's a stupid rule. I'm curious what, to see what uh, what number they put up. Uh, there is an outright I bet yesterday, and I was just looking to see if it's still okay. available. Uh, Washington State, 31-1 to at Bet Rivers to win the Pac-12. To me, that's a team that could make a run there because they could shoot the three. Uh, they, they've had a bunch of injuries, but they've played better lately. Look, they, they won convincingly in Arizona, which we know is not easy to do. And again, they're past not that hard. They get Cal, which is sort of a, a gimme putt. And then they get Oregon, who's really down this year before they have to play the big boys, you know, UCLA and Arizona in the semifinals and the finals. So to me, Washington State, they can play in the half court. They can shoot the three. They can slow the game down. Uh, I think they are live at 31 to one. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up, Will, because I was looking around at most books yesterday to see where these openers would be for some of the Power Six conferences. And nothing like really jumped out to me. I mean, yeah. the, the Big Twelve. I was hoping to find like a like a six to one or a plus six fifty on a Baylor, for example. That that conference could go ten different ways. Who? So nothing really stood out. I asked Matt Humans here at the network the same question. Like anything popped to you? Because uh-huh. I'm struggling finding some numbers. His response was kind of the same thing. 
uh, nothing's really jumping out, but he did bring up Washington State maybe worth a look in the Pac-12. Interesting. Yeah, I think they are. And look, they've they, they figured out they're not dumb, these books, so they know like uh, they're not going to give you any freebies. A lot of times you're probably just as well off uh, doing a money line rollover mm-hmm. where you bet the money line one game, just keep rolling it over, which is dangerous because people, you know what, they get, you know, you see that money in your account and you, you get scared a little bit. Sometimes it's better to just put the bet in and have it locked in. But uh, I do think Washington State's live. They don't give you a ton of uh, a ton of value in any of these prices. TCU to me nine to one in the Big Twelve is interesting. I mean that's just a gauntlet of a path they're going to have to go through. But when that team's healthy, to me they are like Final Four good. Uh, you know they can play half court, full court transition. They can shoot it. They're athletic. Uh, I mean you don't win by twenty five in Kansas without being really good. So I think TCU nine to one is interesting. Again, might be better off just playing the money line and rolling it over though. Yeah. And right now at circa this minute, Wazoo is eighteen to one. Ooh, see that's not a good price. That's not a good price. Yeah, no. That, but so obviously they're either on to Wazoo here and know that they have some sort of a path, and that thirty-five would be too high, or they—I don't know—I I honestly don't know what the opener was, and they open it higher and they took some bets on that. So could be one or the other, I guess. But makes it fun when you get these Power Five conferences where somebody makes a run that's not in it, because you know for the most part you get to Championship Sunday and Championship Saturday and the semifinals and finals. These teams are already in, so there's really no juice. In terms of that, so it's fun when you get these bid stealers that can make a run. So hopefully Washington State can make a run here. All very good. Uh, again, 5-0 and in the contest. You have a two-game lead on the Friday night betting uh, contest here on VEASAN. It's been a great few weeks for you. Hopefully it continues today with some of your bets in this week. Will, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. I appreciate you guys having me. Good to see you guys. Good job. Yeah, He's on going. Twitter at not the Will Hill. For what it's worth, Bart Torvac, his numbers, he makes uh, Merrimack um, five and a half. Well, Minus 5.1 points tomorrow Okay, against Dickinson. That, you're exactly right, Paulie. I agree. Why? Why He's right. Why even watch a game? It's, yeah. it's already decided. I know. It's what? silly. Silly. Why, why Why have them play in the tournament? Why are they in? Why? Another one. God. Now, the rule's stupid. The transition yeah. period from D2 to D1. We had it last year in the right. Atlantic Sun. But why are you then allowing them to play in the the conference uh, tournament. On something or on to something up next. No way, no how this team can be in the tournament. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All right. Hello, Nesson. Calling all Massachusetts fans. Soon enough, DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown book, will be live at Massachusetts. Bet all on your bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. Don't bet with some out of town book. Bet local with DraftKings, the only sports book born and raised in Mass. All new customers can sign up today and use the code Veasan. Look at up to two hundred dollars in bonus bets. DraftKings Sportsbook. Get up there now and coming soon to uh, Massachusetts. Great promotion. Are they on something? <laughs> Or are they onto something? I feel like a, like a slice of butter melting on top of a big old pile of flapjacks. This is Follow the Money. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> Here's Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. You want to get high? On something or onto something? John Morant is one more mistake away from throwing it all away and ruining his career. Oh, man. This is, uh, uh, it's really bad. And they it's also had, backwards. They had to step in and do something here. Yeah, because he came from a good childhood and, and, it and is, family. Yeah. So the latest now in this is, dude, what's the issue here? <laughs> You're going to post on your Instagram live a picture of you with a gun? What is, what, what is happening here? How does that go through your brain if, to say, I'm already going through this. They already think that I had my friends or whomever, you want, whatever you want to call Entourage? Uh, sure. Yes. Circle of people. They're banned from with the, the arena. With the, with the infrared light or the laser light on yep. the Pacers people. And uh, you, you think this is a good idea with a 17-year-old kid playing a pickup game? And then you have a gun on Instagram live? Like, dude, you can't. What? Is, that, is he at a strip club with his shirt off, too, and the women have clothes on? Yeah. That's the other thing about why, why is he have his shirt off? But you're right. You're on Instagram live. You're doing that. And you got... Uh, you, 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 People are saying, well, the Paul Pierce tweet's ridiculous. Well, if you're you're young, black, and, and successful, you're a target. Well, if you got $200,000 of jewelry on you, maybe. You're not a target. You're walking around with a gun. But the, the, the your story you mentioned about the 17-year-old is nuts. And that's also backwards. 
He was the kid came over to his house and they're playing pickup in his backyard, and then he flashes a piece at him. That's exactly what happened. It's like, what do you? Yeah, it's like what a guy goes over to Tiger Woods' house in a putting contest in his back. Why are you playing a 17-year-old one-on-one in a game in your in a pickup in your backyard? I mean, he's tweeting at what fans, and then he has to go back and delete the tweets about uh, you know, yeah, you mess, you, you know, screw around, you're going to find out. Uh, they think that a two-day layoff is going to be, you know, or two game missing two games. Well, they called it a healing process. So in two, in, he's going to miss two games, and all of a sudden things are going to be okay. Wow, it's gonna be, it's gonna be longer than that. Things are going. And, and by that. the way, now yeah. Brandon Clark out for the year, ten points a game, sixty-five right. percent from the floor. Brooks has sixteen technicals. He missed last night's game. They gave the Clippers a run for the money. They lost by six in a high-scoring game. It's not going well for the Grizzlies in the playoffs. No, it's not going to go well. I agree. I yep. agree. Uh, North Carolina cannot be in the tournament. Am I on something or onto something? Onto something. Absolutely. You have one quad win the entire season. No way. I don't care if they go to the championship of the ACC tournament. They still shouldn't be in. We, we've got 30 games to go on here. With that resume, you get all these opportunities to have a good win and you have one? No way. Absolutely not. And again, you want to put these guys in over a ch- team like Charleston or somebody who wins 30 games? Yeah. Give me a break. They have the most losses ever by a preseason AP number one team. That goes back to 1961-1962. Kentucky had that number. It was 11. And guess what happened the year that Kentucky lost 11 games? They went to the national title game. Mm. That don't, was a very disappointing regular season. Don't reward mediocre teams. Uh, and that's you, what you'd be doing. No, you can't do that. Uh, although I will say, Paulie, if they make a run to the ACC title game, I bet you they're going to be in. Yeah, that will pull them in. Yep. They will put them in. Uh, Texas A&M is currently seated on the sixth line. They need to be better than that. On something or onto something? A&M? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Onto something. They, uh, we thought they beat Alabama, and they did. I think A and M can uh, get hot and win and win two, three games in the tournament. That was a the, the good coach and yeah. the movement in that game. They, they, the market told you the wrong team opened up the favorite. Alabama opened up a small favorite. They, they, they probably shouldn't have. Although that was a coin flip game near the end, but really A and M was in control for most of it. Is that the best way to attack Alabama? Go against them every first half. That's four in a row now because the comeback's coming. But I think they'll be a big favorite in the quarters of the SEC, but I think maybe just go against them first half. Am I on something or on to something? The Knicks can win the East. No, you're on something. Well, this is something. I don't want to. Now, I'm also pissed at myself because late last week, I found them at 60 to 1 to win the East and 150 to 1 to win the title. But even, even now, they're down to like 30 to 1 to win the East. So right now, thinking that things won't change that much with the seeding in the East, they're going to have to go through Cleveland in the first round. Tough matchup. Then they'll, pr- at this point, probably get the Bucks in the second round. Uh-huh. And then if they win that, they're looking at either the Celtics or the 76ers. They're playing a lot better than the Celtics, I'll tell you that. Well, they are, and they that won last night in couple overtime. The East is loaded. but that, That's the path. But this, what a streak here. This winning streak. Brunson didn't even play, and they beat Boston. Yeah, Randall's playing out of his mind. Yep. Uh, Barrett had a good game last night. Yes, he did. So they're the hottest. Now that the Bucks, in terms of like winning streaks, what are they? Is it nine straight? Yeah. For the Knicks? I still, no. I, what I, a story, I, though. I mean, they were. Oh, it's they, an awesome they, story. Everyone, ah, go, Dolan's a goofball. They don't know what they're doing. Why didn't you get Durant and Kyrie? They're one move away. They get one star. They're going to be a force. And to go back to what we said about 40 minutes ago about Emmanuel quickly winning the sixth man of the year, to me, that's a it's a lighter version of what happened last year when a bunch of us were, were on Jaron Jackson and the odds came down from 500 to 1 to where he was at. He almost won the award. But Jackson was, in my opinion, much more of a um, legit chance mm-hmm. or a you know a contender to win last year than quickly should be right now to win sixth man of the year and he's favored today which i think is just completely preposterous am i on something or on to something the next two months might be better than the football season no, on something no uh we, we love march madness but it's all it's, it is the only sporting event that people lose interest as it as it goes on so certainly the best of the first four days are awesome and championship week is great but it, it's to the point now where the like the last few years, the wrong teams are getting knocked knocked out. So you, you kind of you're seeing like well, the teams that you tune in to watch are gone 
because they stub their toe, and then you get crazy upsets and teams like, yeah, I'm not that interested. It's not that appealing uh, as well. But it also speaks to how big of a fan I am of, of football. Well, and how and, great that is. But, too. Here, but, but he, he, you're going to tie it into playoffs if you combine everything. Yes. Like, because yeah. I think this week actually might be better than the opening weekend of the madness because this week is so good. And then you have the opening week, and then you have the overall tournament in itself. And then that leads right into the Masters, which, by the way, yeah. opening day in baseball starts the same week. Yeah. And then that goes right into the beginning of the playoffs for NBA and NHL. And then, oh, by the way, two weeks after that, we have the NFL draft. I think it's an incredible time of, of the year. Yeah, to be oh, a it's a good fan. run. Yeah, it's a good run. But I still have to, I have to go football. I have to go football. Right. Uh, you, you're the guy to ask. Am I on something or onto something? What Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones are doing is, is a good way to keep the marriage exciting and fresh. Well, you're on something for sure. Uh, I will be married 13 years at the end, at the end of the month. And my wife oh, and I... it is? Yeah, 13 wow. years. 13 okay. years. So um, we've never golfed, I don't think, once together. We're actually taking lessons now together, but uh, you got to keep it spicy. Can I leave it at that? So I'm on to something. That's right, right, Pat. You agree with what they're doing. What did I say? On. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. My, my bad. So my, right. my bad. No, you're, you're going I'm down right. the right path yeah. here. Again, you, yeah, uh, she, uh, she makes him whip it out if he has a horrible tee shot and even has to go in, in the bushes if the paparazzi are around. Yep. That's so, uh, yeah. Well, who knows what that could lead to? Yeah, a little spicy. Good word. Because uh, I will tell you, I'll keep it clean here. I'll use a Seinfeld reference. At the very beginning of our relationship, uh, it was hot and heavy. And if I ever were, I would get fired. Oh, the jelly bean thing. I would get fired instantly if I went into details. But it was pretty amazing. Sure. And I never thought, I never wanted to get married for a day in my life. No, that's the story. That, right? Every time you uh, have, have fun, hop on the good foot and do yeah. the bad thing. In the first year you're married, every time you, you have fun, you put uh, jelly, whatever, jelly bean in the jar. Mm-hmm. And then the story is, after the first year, you'll never be able to empty it. Like, remove one when you... Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That, that would make some sense to me. Yeah, it's hot and heavy for a year, and then it's, whoops. Yeah, it's like, like I said, I, I ne- 30 years of my life, never had any goals of being married, anything like that. Uh-huh. I, in, I proposed to my wife within like seven and a half months. I'm like, I didn't, my longest relationship ever was a year. I just, I didn't, I was, again, fast, yeah. I would, if, if she, if a girl ate her peas one at a time, I'm done with you. Uh, you know, I would, it, I had no interest in a long-term relationship or getting married or anything like that. Immediately, I'm like, I had no idea this was possible. I, I didn't know that. Yep. And Biggest accomplishment of your life. Staying married? 15% of marriages are successful. Uh, yep. When you run the numbers. Yes. Absolutely. Good we could, for you. We could, we could do an X-rated podcast sometime. Oh, I, I tell you stories about our marriage, and I'm sure that would have no There should be an X-rated Las Vegas podcast. Yeah. Yes, there yeah, should. Yeah, we could do that. Sure, absolutely. Good. Uh, up next, Joe Corey is a former NFL agent. He has been writing about uh, contracts and salary cap in the NFL for a long time now. Does a great job with that. What are some of the best landing spots? What makes the most sense for, like, Aaron Rodgers? For Jimmy Garoppolo, for Derek Carr. We'll ask him that and the steam on this Anthony Richardson first pick overall stuff. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Six days from Selection Sunday, BetRivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. You can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive BetRivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet, you get a square on the house. If your number's on your square, match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available, BetRiversSquares.com. Happy to be joined by Joel Corey now at Corey Joel on Twitter, writes for CBS Sports, uh, former agent, an expert on NFL contracts and the salary cap. Thanks for the time, sir. You wrote about Aaron Rodgers here uh, in the last few weeks. What do you think about the path, where he could go, and what it would take from compensation standpoint to get this done? Well, the Jets seem like the logical landing spot if there's a trade. They hired his buddy, his offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. The trade compensation is a little bit tricky because he's a year-to-year guy. If he would commit to two years, trade compensation is probably a little more than, than it would be otherwise. Also, he's 39, and there just isn't a lot of uh, track record for older quarterbacks being traded for a ton. Um, I'd try to get at least a first-round pick if I'm um, the Packers. But it wouldn't surprise me if it's a second-round pick and then a conditional first for 2024, depending upon whether he plays a second year. Okay, and then, but Mm -hmm. based on how much money he currently makes, then and how that contract would work if he were to move on from Green Bay to another team, like which landing spot makes the most sense in terms of a team that can actually afford that money and it makes sense with their salary cap? Well, the thing is, you. You're picking up the option that Green Bay has if you uh, trade for him. So you basically only need a little mil- little more than $15 million of cap space for him, um, even though he's making close to $60 million this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the option's going to work is you, pro- you uh, prorate that like signing bonus. But Green Bay would be parting off their problem with that contract on somebody else because there's no easy out on that contract. Um, whether he's in Green Bay or with the Jets, which I think is the um, best landing spot. He's also making it harder, more difficult on Green Bay. With the, I mean, if he continues to take his time here, he keeps saying there'll be a decision soon. When's it going to happen? Ideally, it's before the league year starts on March 15th. Last year, um, when he made a decision, I think it was like March 7th, March 8th. So hopefully it's this week. Um, He said he wasn't going to hold them hostage, but he's cutting it very close. And he's kind of got the Jets in a holding pattern Mm -hmm. because they've talked to Derek Carr, and they got to figure out what they're going to try to do because they don't want to be left holding the bag and stuck with uh, Zach Wilson and Mike White. Right, right. Let's stay at that position. Walk us. You wrote about this as well at CBSSports.com. Take us through what what the Ravens could do here with Lamar Jackson and what other teams. Could, could then do, and if could a team grab Lamar Jackson? Walk us through that. Well, it's whether they're going to put the exclusive or not exclusive franchise tag on him, and that's two different um, price points. One, the non exclusive is $32.416 million and different rights. Lamar could then shop himself for offer sheets to other teams. And if the Ravens didn't match an offer sheet, they get two first round picks. Two first-round picks is an adequate compensation for Lamar Jackson. The reason I say that is you had Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson basically go for the equivalent of three first-round picks plus. And you've had non-quarterbacks in recent years, Laramie Tunsil, Jamal Adams, 
and Jalen Ramsey go for more than two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. I'm erring on the side of caution and going with the exclusive franchise tag, even though that's going to be over $45 million. Um, If you put the non-exclusive on, it could be a way for the Ravens to do a fully guaranteed contract, assuming someone would put the offer sheet on it, give them an offer sheet, without them doing it themselves. They could justify it by saying, well, we were forced to because we had to match an offer sheet. That would be the way he'd get the fully guaranteed contract. Best bet for one is the non-exclusive tag, but he could be walking out the door. Then if you give him the non-exclusive tag, um, would he play for $32 million when he could have put one on for $45? Um, it's a, the, the franchise tag is a one-year deal that can be negotiated. So let's say this thing went to July, or about, about to start training camp, and he's got to sign a one-year deal. It wouldn't surprise me if Lamar said, if you want me to come in and play, you put the non-exclusive on me, I didn't sign an offer sheet, you got to pay me 45 on a one. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, staying in that position again here, Joel Corey, our guest from CBS Sports. We've heard a lot regarding Derek Carr. First of all, the Jets came out and told him that he could potentially end up in the Hall of Fame if he you know, came to New York and it worked out. We also had a guest on from New Orleans last week who's covered the Saints for a long time. He said the Saints, that's their guy, Derek Carr. What's the most logical landing spot for him? Um, Saints, Dennis Allen was his first head coach. Yep. Um, familiarity, familiarity brings comfort. So going to play for Dennis Allen again has always made the most sense. They were the one team that was interested potentially in trading for him. So I see him in New Orleans. Jimmy Garoppolo ends up going where? Raiders. Um, and once again, familiarity brings comfort. Played for Josh McDaniel when he came in the league, was a Patriot. Um, knows the offense, so wouldn't surprise me if it was Garoppolo instead of Then if that happens, do the Raiders still take a quarterback, you think, in the first round? Uh, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if they took one, because you got to solve that long-term. Maybe Garoppolo's a bridge guy for two years. Maybe it's a one-year deal. He can't stay healthy, which is his problem. If he had stayed healthy, then maybe he's going to use a long-term answer for the Niners. And He's serviceable. Uh, you can win games with him, but he's not a guy that will win games on his own. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you also spent a lot of time as an agent in the NFL. You know how this works, and the combine is now done. I watch a lot of it on TV this week, and I'm guessing you did as well, Joel. Uh, if you were Richardson's agent, the quarterback from Florida, no doubt you'd be as giddy as anybody after how he performed. But now that you're not an agent anymore, what do you think of the steam? Because he was 100-1 to to be the first player taken in the draft like three weeks ago. Now he's down to the second shot on the board behind Bryce Young. So your overall opinion on what's going on with this kid. Yeah, somebody's going to get seduced by the workout and take him higher than he should. Typically quarterbacks get overdrafted anyway. Uh, One name that kind of comes to mind to me, um, not a perfect analogy, but about a decade ago, there's a quarterback from the University of Washington that has so-so season look great in workouts, and I think went in the top 10 in Jake Locker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of see some similarities there. Richardson, that was one of the craziest workouts I've ever seen for, seen for a quarterback. He's got everything you want from a size standpoint, everything you want from an arm standpoint, but was very inconsistent on tape last year. And the tape, to me, matters more than the workout. Yep, well said. Well said. Uh, what would you do with Bryce Young? Should he be the first player taken? I'd take C.J. Stroud because his size would scare me because he's been gaining weight to get up over 200. And since you're not going to weigh him again, I'd imagine he's under going to be under 200. Um, he's been that size his whole life, so he's been able to uh, deal with it. But a quarterback that small might scare me. You would take C.J. Yeah. Stroud number one overall? Yeah, I'd take Stroud. Uh, the way he played in the playoffs – um, that was probably the best game you ever played, and that was a great last, um, closing note, yeah. um, even though they lost against Georgia. Yeah, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Corey Joel, and Corey is C-O-R-R-Y. Does a great job writing about salary cap, um, the salary cap in the NFL and contracts at CBS Sports. Great stuff today, Joel. Thanks for popping on. We appreciate that. Sure, thanks for having me, guys. Well done. Thank you, sir. Okay, so Stroud, number one overall. Well, they had a great con- He threw it well. 
No, I get, I get Jeremiah had rave reviews about him too. He was here. Just yeah, even heard a lot of people say yeah. that, and yeah. I, I could, I could 100 percent see that happening, where he goes number one overall, and he's drifted out by the way a little bit. I'm, I'm looking at Stroud this morning at plus 550 at some spots to go first overall. That, that be, would be hilarious if Houston trades to get. Yeah, that might be worth a. Points. You know what? That might be worth a pop. <laughs> plus five fifty this morning might be worth a. Might be worth a bet. I'm going to examine that a little bit further during the break and throughout the rest of the show. I want to get down. Well, let, let's go though. I mean, I want to see something happen here in the next week or well, two. I'm running out of. Let's come you, on, Rogers. Wait, wait. You're running out of patience with Rogers. I. Yeah, I want something to happen with the first pick in the draft. Well, that I think that's happening soon too. And I think the Bears will make two trades. I think they will trade down twice and get a uh, huge haul, which they need. Unless a team and, and hears who Houston wants with that possible trade, because that would have to happen. The Texans would have to trade up from two to one, and then the Bears would trade down again. And that same team finds out the Texans want, let's say, Richardson or Bryce Young, and that team's like, no, we got to have the yeah. guy. Well, the other thing to consider with this Lamar Jackson mess is he doesn't have an agent. So, I mean, this is this is convoluted about what could happen here, and, yep. and I, I want this, and I want more than Watson, and it just it appears there's going to be a, a divorce between Baltimore and Jackson. College basketball up next. We'll share some percentages to win some of the power leagues and convert that into odds you would need to bet the outrights coming up. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.